0: Greetings to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into this study. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for your mercy to us. We want to thank you for your precious promises. We pray, Lord, that you'll be with us as we do this devotional, and we ask that you'll help us that uh, we will be clear and that those who hear us will understand. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's study is entitled Whom Shall I Fear? Our passage for this study is Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light. my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid Psalm 27 is one of my favorite Psalms it is a Psalm that I have used for encouragement at different times Um, things in life have not always been smooth and I, I guess that is true for everyone to one degree or another, and in this psalm there are many elements that are encouraging. There are many ways in which God reminds us through King David that in our experiences God is there with us. Yeah, let's so let's go through it. David starts. This is a psalm of David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When you read Romans chapter 8, especially the latter part from verses 31 on, you get this same kind of feel that Paul is saying, what can separate us from God? Nothing. And David is saying here, if God is on our side, why do we care who's on the other side? Verse 2, when the wicked... Even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. David had many experiences, and we know that at certain points he faltered, and he did fear when he ran from Saul eventually, and ran over to Philistia. Uh, But obviously, as time passes, he learns. He goes through these experiences and he learns. It's important for us to study God's word and understand some of these promises in advance because it can help us to not have those fearful moments. We don't have to have all the experiences that David had we can read about his experiences and see the conclusion right think about it like reading the book of ecclesiastes ecclesiastes is a is a deep book and it's a book that starts out from a kind of disgruntled place solomon is very discouraged disgruntled about all the experiences that he has. He's giving you a history of of how he was and what he thought and what he pursued and how futile it all was. But increasingly, as he goes through the book, his mood appears to improve, he gets his focus. And by the time he comes to the end of the book, he says, let's hear the conclusion of the whole matter, right? Basically he says, I said all this to say, fear God, and keep his commandments. As we study God's word, we should understand that one of the reasons God has given us his word is that he doesn't need us to make all the same mistakes as everybody else. We don't have to go through all of the same problems that Abraham did and that David did and that Moses did. We can read their stories, understand their mistakes, see the promises, see the conclusions they came to at the end of everything, and take a smoother path to success in Christ. Um, And I'm talking about spiritual success primarily, but all life success, right? The idea is that, as Paul said to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the idea is that these things were written for us as examples, as ensamples, as types. They were written for us to see and understand This is the path these folks chose. This was their mindset when they chose it. Here are the problems they ran into. Here's how it all played out. Here's what you should either do or avoid, depending on on how the story went. So when you come here, David is saying, God is on my side. I don't need to be afraid. I have had experiences where enemies came upon me to attack me and fell. And... Now, even if a host should encamp against me, I'm not going to worry about it. Verse 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. Verses four and five go together, right? Verses four and five go together. David wants to be near the tabernacle of God. David wants to be near God's sanctuary. And we think of that term sanctuary in all of its meaning, right? Place of protection, place of worship, place of fellowship, place of instruction. Solemn place, a protected place a place where God's presence is most evident. David wants to be there because he knows that there will come a time where he needs to be protected by God there, and he wants to be there learning and growing. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Right, God's sanctuary is a place where we can thank him for the things he has done and the things he plans to do. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. In fact, and and verse 10 doesn't start with the word in fact, but in, in a sense it's implied. In fact, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Verse 11 is important. Because Psalm 77 tells us, thy way, O Lord, is in the sanctuary. Right. So the sanctuary verses in this passage are tied together. Thy way, O Lord, is in the sanctuary. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. It's all related. We need to be protected by God. And if we really want God's blessing and protection, we need to abide in his will. Right? It doesn't make sense for us to desire the protection of God, but just want to live any old how and to be any old way. It makes sense that if we are asking to to be under his protection, that we're willing to be under his will in all things. All right? Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies. For false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. If it were not for faith and hope, I would have fainted by my circumstances, by the things that I can see around me. I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And then he ends with this admonition, this exhortation Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. David asks that the Lord will hear him. David expresses faith in God. He expresses hope in God. He trusts the promises of God. He desires God's presence. And he wants everything to work in accordance with his will. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for these precious promises. We thank you for... This passage, which is encouraging and strengthening and exhorting, help us, Lord, to put our faith and our trust in you. Help us to be willing to surrender to you, especially since we realize that we need you in so many different ways. Please help us not to be selfish and run our own course, but to trust you to do for us all that you've promised. And we pray that you will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share his holy word.